After doing this episode, I came to what I believe to be the realization to the fact that almost every and all intentionally earnest adventure attempts are, in their purest form, an entirely selfish act. Although, I suppose it could be spun into being for the benefit of another, but an adventurer embarking on a journey that's labeled as such will invariably be in it for the me, myself, and I. The one section of adventurisms where it seems there could possibly be a niche carved out for an almost altruism would be the intention of the one leaving said treasure with purpose for hunting, especially in this specific case. The case in which an old man leaves a box worth millions somewhere deep in the somethings of some place, somehow relating the intention of the quest with such elation that it screams personal vendetta. A personal vendetta against the cankled fat fucks far too lazy to do much beyond clue figuring. But finding a sect of chubbly-bubbly children with the mobility and drive to get off the internet and carefully cultivated inflated glute muscles is a commendable cause indeed. Let's all beat Chris to this elusive treasure that he for years has yearned for so badly. Then, let's beat him with our fists and feet, just for laughs. It's adventure time, people. Hello, people and animals alike. I shit would actually start recording, then perhaps I wouldn't have to say mm. people and animals alike again. There we go. We're rolling. Did it, did it, it started then? <clears throat> We're good? Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, thank God. I thought you were about to do uh, rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, no. No, no. What? Uh-uh. I'm, you, no. Come I'm on. I'm not playing into it. <laughs> oh. Good morning, boys you and girls. You used to love Limp Biscuit. I, I remember seeing you in the in the the line at, at for for fucking lunch in the cafeteria and you'd you'd have your your brand new shiny limp biscuit shirt on and you'd be looking at your friends and being all like rolling 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 is that right and they'd be clapping like crazy and just cheering you on and doing backflips and shit you sure it wasn't my brand new master p ice cream man shirt um okay i may be mistaken about the shirt but you were still doing all the all the other part that i just talked about so that's awful. Uh, high school was a really weird fucking time it really was. of life for for most people, you know, for most people. <sighs> it was a changing of the so, times in the middle of a decade that wasn't all that great in the first place. It was it was a very uh, <laughs> it was a very low key chill decade, is what it was. You know, for some, Desert Storm had ended. Nine Eleven had not yet happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were all just looking for some sort of outlet to to outlet too and uh we found that outlet in limp biscuit in limp biscuit. and uh rap rock rap rock in general so rap rock hmm. in general he says i don't know there were there were a few more things going on in the 90s than that but all right well we'll leave it there for for the sake of the original story um yeah you know it, it was a thing 
Limp Bizkit was a thing at one point, but no. At one point, yes. No. So, okay. Hey, Chris, you know you know what, though? Uh, my name is Jason. Your name is Chris. Hell no. And we're listening to ourselves talk about Limp Bizkit on the most craziest rap rockinest episode ever of See No, Hear No, Speak No. Indeed. We are rolling, rolling, rolling over here with UFOs, conspiracies, and moiters, and... Mm, Come on! Maybe something else. Maybe something <laughs> else we got in store. <laughs> Neat. We got a little, so I hear tell bag of through the grapevine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't know why I, that's even a saying, because grapevines don't talk first. Indeed. Second. They are not people that care about gossip in general. Um, my grapevines are astonishingly boring. Um, but those boring vines told me that you might have a little something special planned this evening for our beautiful, sexy, wonderful, and buff listeners. And buff listeners? I suppose we probably have a few that are, you know, got some... Let's just say the law of averages says that there's at least one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, <clears throat> ripped as fuck. I mean, yeah, special, special to me in, in a way, for sure. Um, pretty cool, special in general. No UFOs, <gasps> though. And um, But, like, an adventure, right? It's like, uh, it's like Fievel Goes West, but... Instead of a mouse, it's like a, a human. Yeah, kinda, kinda. Although I mean, there's no mm-hmm. leaving our homes from you know from like uh, what you call it um, political persecution, Nazi or, rats and stuff. Yeah, no, no refugees yeah. or well, I mean anything like that. But well, I mean, t- technically that 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 was uh, an American tale, not Five Goes West. No, oh, you're right. Well, you're right. Hmm. Yes. And that, well, Five Goes West, uh, also in 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 fairness, was called an American Tale. Uh, Five Goes West. That so, is true too. I saw them both in the theater. I mean, you have you have to have the branding. You have to brand if you want to make it in today's fast paced world of mouse cartoon movies. That's what it's all about. Indeed, especially That's if what it's you're all about big goofy ears, you know, and you got. Mm-hmm. Fucking clothes that don't fit, and you're dirty, you little shit ass mouse. Usually, no pants in general. Uh, <laughs> Melissa and I were actually having a conversation last night uh, about uh, why we thought Disney was so unbelievably obsessed with uh, having his cartoon characters not wear pants. Yeah, I- I've noticed that about cartoon characters. It's usually one or the other. Yeah, they either wear a shirt and no pants. I mean, Porky Pig in or it pants and no shirt is a thing for a reason. Yeah. Uh, except, and I, I figured this out last night as well, uh, it, unless you are a, a a character of the taller variety, like, uh, say, uh, Goofy wears pants and a shirt. Oh. He is afforded all of his, um, you know, his, uh, he, he's not going to go naked. But I think maybe perhaps it's because he's proportionally more humanoid. Then exactly, because if, if you saw, yeah, if you saw a cartoon character like that just wearing clothes and whatnot, you'd be like, "Wait, 
or not wearing clothes, you'd be like, uh, but where's his big swinging? Yeah. Yeah. You're you know? absolutely right. <clears throat> You're absolutely right. And you'd have right. to have all kinds of awkward conversations with your kids about what exactly a big swinging is <laughs> and, and, you know, how they know about it. Um, how they already which, knew and have a different street name for it. Yeah. <laughs> a different street name for it. Yeah. It's called Glass Dad. Get with the times. <laughs> <laughs> so anywho so what are we talking about today i want to go on like a a sweet ass fucking indiana jones but safe because we're still in america type adventure well aren't you in luck and the boys and girls who like adventure are in luck today mm-hmm. for that's exactly what we're gonna do we're gonna go fucking treasure hunting awesome and i mean that in the most literal sense uncle mike and i are going treasure hunting that's right you just have to have me on the phone on speaker the whole time you guys are doing it so i can i can do that (laughs) the whole time (laughs) so you could do that uh we might actually exactly that yes wind up having that that uh that loop clip of peter griffin doing the axel foley on repeat while we (laughs) <laughs> well, we do it. <laughs> That's fine. I'm okay with that. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about the hidden treasure of Forest Fen. And I say hidden because Ooh. it's not lost. It's purposely hidden. Oh, yeah, because lost would, would, would denote that he was like, hey, what the fuck did I do with my treasure? Mm-hmm. But that is not the case at all. But he's just like, I don't need all this treasure. I'm going to hide it under this bush. (laughs) And that's a good place for treasure to hang out. You never know. I mean, when we get to the clues and all that fun stuff, it may very well be just chilling in a bush. I, I will say that I'm a little disappointed we're not searching for the legend of Curly's Gold. The legend of what? Curly's gold, man. City slickers. Oh, really? Wow. Really? Wow. You brought really? it back to Billy Crystal and the really? city slickers. Now I wouldn't. That was. When do I not bring it back to Biddy, Billy Crystal and the city slickers? That was one of the furthest things from my mind. Really? It's all about treasure hunting. Yeah. No. No. For you're right. A specific guy's treasure. You're right. I mean, I, that doesn't mean it can't be the furthest thing from your mind. I'm just saying that, you know, there there are parallels. <laughs> You're not wrong. I remember the movie. Maybe, maybe even a diagonal or two. Maybe even a diagonal. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing angles into this shit. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, you, you and your angles listen to the story. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> It goes down many years ago. Not too, too many, but, you know, we're, we're just going to say many. Not enough to suck and be weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to say many for the sake of, you know, for the sake of drama in the story. So. Dun, dun, dun. What we have here. Drama. Is a man who decided to do something for the world. And and that's nice of him. Yeah, he's a nice guy. 
He, he's a nice guy. So, so this is a guy who spent fucking 20 years in the Air Force as a pilot with mm-hmm. 328 combat missions in Vietnam. The man was shot down twice. That's a lot of, of those. Right? I, I mean, it, yeah, it seems a bit like, excessive. I would, I would almost... I was. I would almost go as far as to say maybe too many of those for one man to to still be psychologically sound from. <laughs> like, you mean the plane crashes or the missions? Yes. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, too many. Agreed. Agreed for one man to to have survived all of this. But uh, that that's what they say. So uh, uh, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that in itself is a quite the story i'm sure there's plenty of gruesome ridiculousness to talk about there um but yeah in in what in vietnam no <sighs> i hear everything was real cool there. yeah combat missions not like supply missions or you know rescue flight missions no this is go you're gonna murder some Viet Cong. you're gonna you're gonna put that the the end to the lives of some people that that you've never met yep. and uh that have families and such so yep you're gonna but you're good at it, so that's why we keep we keep your number in the Rolodex. You're going to drop your napalm on some little poor people villages and fly on about your day. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. Pretty, pretty crazy. But but he did this. I see the logic in it. And, yes. uh, and, he, and he survived all of this. Shooken, you know, completely shook. But alive. So, in doing so, he amassed various decorations and such, including the Silver Star Medal, which is the third highest personal decoration for valor in combat, um, and, you know, several other things. The first highest is is the uh, the angel that you put on top of the tree. <laughs> That's not funny. That's racist. No, it was good. It was someone out there is going to laugh at that so hard. Well, that person is no friend of mine. I mean, we may have drinks. I'll be cordial, but we we're not. We'll, we mm-hmm. won't be homies. <clears throat> you can have only if you have drinks and cherry cordials, <laughs> which are gross. Yeah, but I still eat them by the box load whenever I get. Oh, them. I fucking love them. I I love them to death. Ugh. Yeah. Here's 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 a cherry that's encased in syrup and then in chocolate. Yes, it's like a cad. Shove that in your fucking fat mouth. It's like a Cadbury cream egg with a cherry inside. I fuck those things. You're right. Ooh. It's like a Cadbury cream egg that sucks. I fuck those things up. I don't know what you're talking about. Those are the shit. Mm. Yep, and the caramel. I'm talking ones, about treasure. And the chocolate, chocolate ones. Ugh. Okay, the caramel. Yeah, the caramel. Anyway, I have a caramel is, is the best version of it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, during his his you know his travels, we'll say, um, mm-hmm. he started mingling while he was out and about, um, and and basically trading people for things, right? So. 
or and oh. buying things as well. So he w- what he would do, he was really into art. So what he would do was he would find local artists and that he liked and and things like that and he would buy their sculptures and then he would cast them in bronze and turn around and sell them in another country. So oh, which is is illegal. Maybe not. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's is it's not exactly forgery, but it's certainly uh, copying artwork to sell that's not yours to do that to. Yeah, but he paid for them, so I don't know. Uh, okay, so he owned them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and I mean, technically, I I paid I paid for. I'm looking around my room for something that would be worth anything to anybody. If I okay, so I got this big ass fucking uh, uh, Megatron. Uh, Transformer, <laughs> fucking thing. So I, I cast that in bronze, and then I, I'm, I'm. It's cool for me to sell that because. Well, it's yours. You can sell whatever I, you then want. I made it. <clears throat> but I mean, I guess you so. can't sell it as you know, your I, maybe, art. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe. I mean, you I could, but I, that's extra. Not if cool. you were a dick. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> but this guy's a cad. But Barry Bunny Hague. <laughs> what 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 wound up happening is that he he managed to sell a few pieces, but most of them he traded for Native American artifacts. Ooh. So after getting out of the services, that's pretty much what he did. He traveled around bunches of Native Americans and just amassed a bunch of. Uh, old ass artifacts so he's got all kinds of cool shit Mm -hmm. so then 1973 he uh he winds up uh, he lived in santa fe at the time he winds up opening up his own gallery called the fen galleries santa fe new mexico though i'm sorry the what galleries fen his name is forrest fen so Mm -hmm. f-e-n-n so by the late 80s uh, he had a hell of an art collection. It was fucking huge. Artifacts and art. <clears throat> Certainly sounds like he would, yeah. Uh, he was pulling in about six million a year. Uh, had all kinds of, uh, celebrities like, uh, Jackie Onassis, Steven Spielberg, Robert Redford, all kinds of people like that, and political people as well, <clears throat> um, that had visited and. Like Jackie Onassis, yeah. Steven Spielberg. Yep. Yep. So he also, uh, so those were clients. He had clients, high level clients. Uh, and he had cool shit like he had a mummified falcon from King Tut's tomb. He had, uh. Holy shit. Yeah. He. That is cool. (laughs) He had. (laughs) That's really fucking cool. uh, Sitting bull from, um, the, uh. What, like his bones or something? No, no, no. The bat, no. Well, his peace pipe is what he had. But I was trying to. Oh, okay. You know, hint to who Sitting Bull gotcha. is. Sitting Bull is the the Battle of Custer and all that fun stuff. So he's got a he's got a photo of Sitting Bull with said pipe in his hand, and yeah, it, it's pretty cool. It's. Pr- Do you think your pipe will one day be worth something like that, Chris? Hmm. <sighs> no. No. I don't think so. Yeah, me either. I just wanted to see how deluded you were. No, I'm not that conceited. I, I, I feel like 
perhaps Mod Pipe would be worth something if it would be like some sort of post-apocalyptic archaeological find. Like, Oh, so in like millions of years. And they're like, what is this weird resin on the inside? I wonder if they made uh, d- chairs with it or something. Right. And then they take it out and they're like, oh, this is just riddled with stuff that's not for making chairs. <laughs> Why is this man buried with all of these glass objects? Mm-hmm. He wanted to take them with him. I say it was sexual reasons, I do. <laughs> <clears throat> His people wanted to make sure that he could get stoned in the afterlife with the gods. That's right. And stick them up his butt. <laughs> his people believed that as long as, his, as long as he was buried with his pipes, he could smoke with the gods. Man. Mm-hmm. It could be anything they think about us a thousand years and then fucking let alone a million years later. Yeah, yeah. Especially since all of our uh, all of our data is being kept as digital. Yeah, exactly. All that shit's gonna die one day. Yeah, yeah. We've seen all kinds of things happen throughout history. You know, how many times was the fucking the library at Alexandria destroyed, and you know all that kind of shit? Like we like, with the shit like they're doing it right now like in seven, the Middle East. I think right now they're they're looting. They're they're destroying the Library of Alexandria. Yeah. Okay, we're not gonna go into oh. that. But even right now. In the Middle East, no, they're destroying their own antiquities mm-hmm. for religious reasons, probably. Which uh, <sighs> I think it's jealousy. Dude, the older I get, I, like that Gin Blossom song. What's that? I said just like that Gin Blossom song. Which one? Hey, jealousy! Oh. Come on, shut up, go. You think they're jealous? Oh, I see. I see. I missed that part. Yeah, you got really low jealous. there for a second. Well, yeah, because I, I, I was very unsure of what I was saying. <laughs> I didn't know if I liked it or not. <laughs> Let me point out your shortcomings. Thanks. <sighs> Nasty ass. Ah, <coughs> anyway. It's like you're one of the family, it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> The fuck was I saying before you totally distracted me? You're coming short. <laughs> he uh he had he had uh he had the, the sitting bowls uh piece pipe. Oh yeah, yeah. So all kinds of pottery, you know, jewelry and all kinds of fun stuff. So, but but you know, in amassing artifacts and things like that, it always comes into question where did you find it and <laughs> things. You know, you get you get jealous people, and you get it. It's not just a haters. It's not just a cut and dry world of of uh, finding and buying and cutting and drying art and artifacts. It's actually pretty fucking seedy, which mm-hmm. which is interesting because I don't know. I I just think it's so funny how certain um, uh, let's say paths or. Uh, choices, you know, because being an artist, you're you could be just as talented an artist and make no money ever in your life on your art as someone who fucking makes millions Got and lucky. is remembered in history forever. You know that shit happens yep. all the fucking time. So you know, and you're like, what the fuck? I cut my ear off, and this is all I get. Right, right. You know? <laughs> so, the judging of greatness is all just based on 
I, don't, I have no fucking clue, but I just think it's funny how how something that is um, for a choice uh, of careers or whatever, you know, a, a passion like art is for people who just, you know, the real artists, they just can't do anything else for the most part. Some people, some of them are pretty fucking smart and can do all kinds of shit, plus art, which is makes me super jealous, but most artists just do fucking art but it's not respected unless you make shit tons of money doing it even if you have just as much talent but given yeah you know given a thousand years and you know a bunch of time and dug up it could be a piece of shit and people are easy to kill it ready to kill each other over it you know <clears throat> it's still artwork. It's still wow, the the future you paint is a is a bleak one indeed. Ah, I, I mean, I I just think it's weird. You know, you, you can't respect an artist for being fucking for having talent while he's alive. You know, but then he dies and everybody's <coughs> ready to kill themselves or kill each other over this shit. It, it's just it's a weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. Well, that's all supply and demand because he's dead now, which means that there won't be any more. Which means I can collect them all and be. The Pokemon Master. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, that's how collection works. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, let's jump ahead to 1988. Homie was doing pretty good, you know. He pulling in six <clears throat> mil a year. Him and his wife are living like Ooh, fat shit. rats. Yeah, man. Um. And fat rats live fucking really well, so that's that's good for him. <laughs> he was doing good. He was doing good. When <clears throat> the doctor gave him a bad diagnosis, he had kidney cancer. Uh-oh. Oof. Yeah. And the doctors were pretty much telling him, this is it. <laughs> this is it for you. We're going to we're going to operate. We're gonna do what we can do. We're gonna fucking fight it every way we can. But this shit's pretty bad. You might want to get your affairs in order and such. So he does, wow, and he had mistresses to worry about. Oh, I'm mm. sure. I'm sure. Treasure hose. Treasure hose. Treasure hose. <laughs> Wherever the money is. That's what I'm gonna call my penis from now on. <laughs> treasure. The treasure hose. <laughs> I can't imagine what uh, kind of hose would would gravitate around the the treasure <clears throat> artifacts art world, but you know, depending on uh, the kind that like millions of dollars, you know, depending on where on the ladder you fall, you know, in the hierarchy of you know, are you just the little scumbag that gets hired to go in and do the dirty work, you know, and possibly rob or whatever, like in the Indiana Jones movies, those people exist. You know, but or or oh yeah, absolutely. Or are yeah. you the buyer, the seedy fucking buyer who doesn't mind shooting somebody in the back room if he's got to get the dirty work done himself and just to get the art? You know, depending on where you are Indeed. on the ladder. Indeed. You know, I'm sure it's more lucrative than others. <clears throat> However, this is getting real confusing with all these hoes and and money and and stuff. You know, hey. I'm just saying that if you're the little scumbag dude at the bottom, you probably don't get as high class a hoe for just having the treasure as you would if you're the buyer or the seller. Well, yeah. 
I mean, unless you and your now uh, treasure hoe are like, we're going to run off with this and sell it for a, a mint, and then we'll be the ones with treasure hoes. Treasure hoes, which... As a, you know, a quick disclaimer for all of our sensitive listeners, we mean no disrespect. That is strictly a short No, word. no. A treasure hoe can be a... <laughs> it is. A treasure hoe can be a guy or a girl. It is a valid word. You know. It's just a shortened version of it. Ho. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> uh, he decided, after getting all his affairs in order... Uh, he decided that, it, you know, he moved to New Mexico. He did all this stuff. He was enjoying his life. He found a, a new love for, uh, you know, for, for the land, for the, for nature, for just culture in general and all that fun stuff that he didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to enjoy growing up or in the military right. and all right. that. So he took a look at, uh, at what was going on in the world, and he decided to make people happy in a weird way. He went out and bought okay a 12th century Romanesque 10 by 10 inch lockbox. Okay, it's bronze, but it's officially 12th century, 12th century Roman. 10 by 10 inch box, so that's probably the size of a Happy Meal. Somewhere around there. Okay. Why didn't he just get a Happy Meal box? Probably would have been cheaper, but that's that, that defeats the mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. So. Does it? It does. It does. Let me finish. So, in telling okay. no one. I will. He decided to tell no one about this, because he, not even his wife. <clears throat> because he didn't want anybody to talk him out of it. This was kind of <laughs> his idea for... A legacy. Right, so... <clears throat> okay, leaving, leaving something behind bigger than himself, I get right, it. Right, right, his, his mark, you know. So, <clears throat> secretly, he filled it with artifacts and jewels and gold. Uh, some gold dust he got, and all of these come from different countries and, you know, Native Americans and all that kind of shit. So this is, this is amassed from plenty of different hunts that he's been on, um, right. all that kind of stuff. So this is, it comes out to about, or when he, when he buried it, which was, uh, sorry, I say buried. He didn't bury it. I'll get to that. Um, <clears throat> but when he, when he did what he did, um, this was 2010. So, uh, about how old was he, uh, when he decided this was, his his new master calling. He was eighty in twenty ten when he did this. Oh wow! Yes. So keep that in mind. So right, right. <clears throat> yeah, and and now he had thought about this for years. After receiving the diagnosis, he fought the cancer for years, um, uh, and and so he he had a, a good bit of time to to really go over all of this and and put in exactly what he wanted to put in and all that. So. Also in the box, he put in a uh, an unpublished copy of his autobiography, um, which will tell more that is previously untold about the story. 
<coughs> or at least right? it, the treasure. And it's in the it. only place where it tells you where the treasure is. Well, mm. no, if it's in the box, it's not going to tell you where the box is. It, yeah, like you are here. Yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm getting from it. Uh, um. So, uh, and he also left um, a turquoise bracelet of his own personal uh, that that he requests to be given back to him to be returned to him when somebody actually finds it as uh, not just as proof mm-hmm. that somebody found it but just you know kind of like a validation for himself that somebody actually did this I think that he accidentally dropped it in there like sometimes when like a doctor will accidentally leave their watch in a patient and then he's like fuck I forgot where I put all that tr- that treasure box stuff so uh you know i really liked that bracelet it was like a gift from my daughter-in-law when they had their kid and it just means a lot to me so if it could be returned i would i would appreciate it i mean it's not like a big deal but you know just i'd, I'd like it back that could be that could very well be he, he dropped it and mm-hmm. closed the box and that's it except for the fact that uh which i will mention again later the box is not locked so ooh, so just any schmo could could be pandora boxing it and just letting loose all kinds of evils quite possibly so uh now there's a couple of different ideas here uh one of which is that he planned to he he originally planned to bury it and wait for it to, uh, uh, you know, gain value and then come back and, and, or, you know, give whoever, if he wound up passing away, you know, give somebody the directions to it and blah, blah, blah. I don't think mm-hmm. that's true. He has never personally said that. Uh, there's another one right. that says he actually planned to haul it out to the mountains somewhere and die beside it. Which is pretty morbid. Okay. Pretty morbid, but kind of cool I mean, that, though. And that's if you think about it in an Indiana Jones kind of way. It's, it's certainly it's certainly a dead giveaway for where it is, though. <laughs> True. <And> so, <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of mountains and a lot of space that you can die and never be discovered because motherfuckers don't go there. So, um, mm-hmm. so I mean, if if that were the case, that would be pretty freaking cool. Uh, that's a pretty cool way to go. It would be. You know. Uh, Indeed. <clears throat> however, he wound up beating the cancer. And the treasure sat untouched Ooh. in a vault in his home until 2010. So, hmm. 22 years went Seems by. Seems unfair. <laughs> unfair to the treasure. So, 22 years went by yes. after the diagnosis. And he decided something different was going to happen. He decided he was going to start a treasure hunt. Now, the reason, he says, is because we have an overweight population in this country. That's too big. It's too much. Motherfuckers need to get up. So it's... He says this. So it's his version of, like, the president's fucking fitness test in in school. Right. Okay. (laughs) Hey, all you fat fucks out there, 
Here's some money if you can find it, you fat fucks. Well, not just the chunky monkeys, <laughs> also the the fucking the kids who are who who have their heads in the TV and the, their phones and the video games, and you get your ass up and get the fuck outside and go do something. You know, go see the world, go see the country. Yeah. I mean, and uh, it's overrated. Do something with yourself. Inside's just as good. So, what he did was he took this now 42-pound box. The 42 pounds <laughs> of treasure and box here. With an 80-year-old man. And there's pictures of it. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a picture of it. If I didn't already. Okay. Um, okay. You didn't, but okay. And he went out into the mountains... And he set it down somewhere. And then he turned around. And he wrote this book called The Thrill of the Hunt. Now, The Thrill of the Hunt talks a lot about, uh, you know, his, his childhood and his time in the service and this and that. But it also gives a poem that he wrote that is the mm-hmm. clue. Uh, it contains nine clues to where the treasure is. Awesome. Okay. So I'm going to get to that shortly, but I just wanted to, you know, go into saying how much time he spent in, uh, in really doing this because it's since like he put thought into it. He, uh, he wasn't going to half-ass it just because it's, it's stupid. Nobody gives a shit. He's going to do it all the way because he's a crazy person. And I get that. He, he he went all in, and it, and it's it's pretty cool because now eight years later nobody's found it. Still, mm. so he claims the mystery thickens in its eight year existence. He claims that over three hundred thousand people have attempted to find it, and he receives about a hundred emails a day from hunters attempting mm. to solicit the clues or you know just see if they can get some word back from him saying that that they that they were close you know at least that they were close right 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 now in interviews he has come out and stated that at least 5 people has been within 250 to 500 feet of the treasure and never found it wow does he tell the people that no <laughs> like dude you were so close no but now you have to die. Yeah. He, he has also said that. <laughs> it's just to interviewers. He's like, yeah, I could tell you where it is. But then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> he's a funny mm-hmm. old man. My kind of guy. He's an interesting old man. So, yeah. Uh, gold coins, gold nuggets, the, uh, two of which are the size of chicken eggs. Uh, Pre-Columbian gold Ooh. figures. Are they... Sh- Emerald. Are they also shaped like chicken eggs, though? Because that would really, really make me want to go look for it. Be- I don't know why that's the kicker for me, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> that would be gross. <laughs> gross. Oh, uh, also the Great Recession was a was a factor here. You know that he figured somebody could use some money. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, I figure someone could use some money. And so instead of, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur and maybe helping people jumpstart their own businesses or possibly feed the poor or start an orphanage or something, I'm going to put all this priceless shit in a box and I'm going to throw it somewhere in the mountains. Yep. 
Yep, he said uh, in an interview with ABC News, quote, We were going into a recession and lots of people losing their job. Despair was written all over their, the headlines, and I just wanted to give some people some hope. Mm-hmm. 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 The fatties. Okay. And the couch potatoes. The fatties. <laughs> the fa- the broke fatties. All about the fatties tonight. <clears throat> Which, I don't know. I don't know. It never seems to really be the case. I don't... <laughs> We're not going to go into that, though. Hey, man. Anyway. That's what... I mean, you know. Here we go uh, about the clues. So, oh, I'm sorry. The, the It's not the thrill of the hunt. It's called the thrill of the chase. I apologize. Self-published memoir. Ah. The thrill of the chase. Uh, there is a road map, so to speak, of which is which I did send you the picture of. And, and that's where the treasure is supposed to be. It's somewhere in the Rocky Mountains in between New Mexico and Montana. Now, there. Okay, so it's somewhere in America's largest mountain range. Yep. Eat a dick. Yep. Yeah, but but he gave a 24 stanza poem to go along with helping you find it. And he says now, mm-hmm. as a as a clue, he says you shouldn't need anything more than knowledge of you know uh, research knowledge of the land that goes along with with the other clues the map and this poem you shouldn't need anything else you don't need a metal detector you don't need a shovel you don't have to dig it up you don't you don't have to fight for it you don't need climbing gear or anything like that so that's that's pretty cool, okay. you know. Keeping in, keeping in mind that this is an eighty year old man. I don't care how fit he right. is; it's still a forty two pound box. Okay, that is still a forty two pound box. Right, it's likely full of old newspapers and dead cats, but it's still a heavy ass box. It's no bullshit carrying. Still a nice box, though. Yeah, into the mountains. Super nice box. So. Uh, And the poem goes as follows. As I have gone in there, and with my treasures bold, I can keep my secret where, and hint of riches new and old. Begin it where warm waters halt, and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk, put in below the home of brown. From there it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek, just heavy loads and water high. If you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to cease. But tarry scant with marvel gaze, just take the chest and go in peace. So why is it that I must go and leave my trove for all to seek? The answers I already know. I've done it tired, and now I'm weak. So hear me all and listen good. Your effort will be worth the cold. If you are brave and in the wood, I give you title to the gold. So that's the poem. And... It's actually not bad. No, I, I thought it I was... I like it. I thought it was pretty well done as well. 
now mm-hmm. there's a few things you gotta you gotta look at a few things you gotta think about uh, supposedly there are nine clues within that poem so we have okay uh, let's see where it starts begin where warm waters halt okay now two more clues that that he came out or one more clue sorry that he came out in an interview and gave was that it is between 5,000 and 10,000 feet elevation. Okay. Okay. So that's, that, that's a pretty good clue. Uh, technically, Santa Fe is 5,000, actually it's like 6,000 something feet. Um, so that's where he lives now. And it's anywhere between Santa Fe mm-hmm. and Utah. He came out in another interview saying that it's not in uh, Montana or... Shit, I forgot. Idaho. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Not, not, not Montana. It's not in Idaho or... Oh, fuck. I'll come back to that. I'll find it. Anyway, okay. It 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 kind of seems to me like he's he knows he's coming to the end of his life, and he's like, I need somebody to find this before I die. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna keep whittling down the clues until somebody's like, Oh, it's at these GPS coordinates. Thanks, bud. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, right. Now, now, see that now. The thing is, though, Yellowstone National Park takes up a good chunk of this area of the Rocky Mountain area and uh, somewhere mm-hmm. upwards of mm-hmm. 35 plus 100 square miles <clears throat> of uh, Rocky Mountain and uh, wilderness area so uh, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. when reading the book uh, which he also published a second one too to help out given a couple other clues um, it is not associated with any structure um it's not uh, in a graveyard. It's not in a mine, mm-hmm. in, in any of the old gold mines or any of the old mines at all. Um, it's not buried. Uh, it's not underwater. So, so, so really, he's like, okay, people, it's it's completely out in the open. I didn't hide it. I didn't fucking throw it under a rug it's sitting there like you could trip over it and and just it's there yeah. it's there people basically it, it's, it's a, not the even size locked. of a happy meal box <coughs> it's not even not locked. even locked now in today's day and age that's just you're asking for it really you know now given the terrain you got to imagine at certain parts of the year it's probably covered in snow but right. that's not of his doing. <coughs> right. Now, is he is he uh, not worried about this, this box becoming ruined or possibly by, you know, bad weather being washed down, whatever it is, and not being where he had intended it to be? Like land erosion you know? or anything like that? No, apparently not. No, just... Okay, so it's it's most likely pretty secure where it is. Right, and apparently somehow he knows for a fact... That it has not been found. Okay. Okay. So maybe he like maybe people should be watching him and following him uh, when he leaves his house. That's illegal. He probably goes and has lunch with it every once in a while. 
<laughs> that's technically illegal. But, uh, yeah, that's not a terrible idea, I suppose. No, it's not. It's called surveillance. Surveillance. Uh, surveillance and stalking are not the same thing, I guess. You probably have to have a permit. Stalking is when you want to have sex with the person. Uh, you surveillance can't intent. is when you want to steal their stuff. And, yeah, what, what, what if you're just like, no, nah, I was bird watching, and that guy just wouldn't get out of my fucking way. Right. That's believable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you can't prove intent. Just saying. Hey, man, it's all about reasonable it's doubt. Not easily. Oh. So American justice system flawless. So we have more. We we have we have more to get to. We got not a whole lot. Not it's, it's not a terrible amount. But um, yeah. So I ain't scared. So we got. Uh, where where are we at? Where are we at? Yeah, so you think about the land, and, and if you look at topographical maps and all this other shit, what you're going to need to do, um, you're going to have to look at elevation maps and all that kind of shit. <clears throat> you got a bunch of rivers running through there. Bunch of them. <clears throat> tons and tons. Plus, mm-hmm. you think about Yellowstone, and you got you know the geysers and the sulfur pools, and you got all kinds of fun stuff. Now, mm-hmm. when you read his book, if you do any any kind of research on on his back history and all that kind of stuff, he tells stories about you know his childhood growing up and visiting Yellowstone uh, with his father going fishing and learning how to you know he he loves trout fishing. He was actually uh, uh, an instructor in his younger years. He he wound up winning trophies or some shit for trout fishing and become became an instructor as a the saddest a, trophy there is like before he went into the services mm-hmm. and shit um, unless it's one of those singing billy bass songs like the the little trout on top that goes throw me in the water or whatever you know <laughs> yeah probably probably he probably has like a, a love, love it like a little flask or something you know or whiskey in his canteen Shine in his canteen or some shit. Mm-hmm. Big old crazy boots. Um, so yeah, uh, and given given that clue, right? You got Yellowstone. You got trout fishing. Mm-hmm. Got trout mm-hmm. only swim in cool waters. They don't swim in warm waters, mm-hmm. right? So maybe that's a clue. Right. You got people just you know obviously tear just analyzing everywhere, just tearing the shit apart. So the first clue... Yeah, because I was about to say, like, because that, the whole trout fishing thing isn't part of his, his poem of clues, uh, but it is something that he felt passionately about in real life, so right. we could maybe assume that his homage to this passion would be, you know, a part of the mystery, but it also might not be. Exactly. <laughs> and which is, and the first clue uh, being, <laughs> begin it where warm waters halt, so possibly where the trout start running... In this mm-hmm. one particular area, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Chris, you're gonna be you're gonna be a little embarrassed here. Uh, trout swim. They don't they don't run. Right, right, Just right. Okay, we're we're okay. Just yeah. glaze over that. Let it slide. You're welcome, though. Take it in the canyon down is the next clue. So you gotta have. That sounds sexy. You gotta have warm waters meeting cooler waters. And then a canyon of some sort, uh, either south of it or below it, 
you know, you gotta go, you gotta take the canyon down, mm-hmm. not too far, or it says not far, but too far to walk, is the third clue, so, so obviously you either have to so drive, you're gonna need a gyrocopter, you either gotta drive, or you gotta take some other mode of transportation, like a horse, maybe, mm-hmm. down into mm-hmm. the canyon, uh, 50 birds strung together, that would be too cool, you make them to form one giant and I'm not bird. talking like you're, you're, they're carrying you. You are like, you're riding them like a fucking skateboard is what I'm saying. Oh, that'd be way cooler. Like I was thinking either maybe they somehow connect wings to form one giant bird. Or maybe all of their little birdie toes Ooh. are all like gripping. Okay, like a, like a bird Voltron. Yeah, yeah like they're absolutely. gripping some sort of part of your clothes. Like, I don't know. Now, here's the weird one. I, mean, I love it, and I want society to, to fucking get on it, so yeah. Here's the weird one. The next clue is, put in below the home of Brown. Now, what the hell is the home of Brown? That could mean anything. Um, it could, I mean, it couldn't mean anything, but it could mean a lot of it things. It could mean a lot sure. of things. I was watching this one documentary, and, I, and I don't uh, know. <clears throat> one dude... Uh, looked up the, the I don't know how he found uh, it was probably just the Hall of Records or whatever but he found a, a family by the name of Brown um, that lives <laughs> in Taos New Mexico or some shit and I guess Taos it has some significance to uh, Fen's past or whatever so, and it, he, so the dude follows the lead and he goes over there and he meets this family and the family are like, yeah, we know him very well. It's like they start pulling out a, f- mm-hmm. a photo album, and there he is in their photo album. So, wow. Somehow, strangely, a bunch of the clues seem to only lead, seem to be good ones, but then they lead to more questions that maybe they're not the right, right. clue, but somehow, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. it goes on to state that this is, from there, it's no place for the meek. So, whatever, wherever below the home of Brown is, after that, it's gonna be it's no like bullshit. It's like a serious fucking place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The end is ever drawing nigh. So, nigh meaning... What? To, to, like... Uh, near. The end, end is drawing near. Do you, what? What? You you somehow you're fading the in and out. Is, I'm sorry. The end is drawing near. Is uh, I mean that's that, what that I thought. Means is that it, that's what I thought. Yeah, it, that it's uh, it, it's an it's an inevitable fucking happening like very soon. Word. Yeah. There'll be no paddle up your creek. So shallow, shallow creek. You gotta walk through or some shit maybe. Or, or or dry creek bed. Could, uh, could be. Just heavy loads and water mm-hmm. high. So, a waterfall, perhaps? Or that one Bukaki video I saw that one time back Ooh, in the day. you nasty. You yeah, nasty. There's plenty of waterfalls out there, though. Plenty. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a big one, but it does have to be high enough to be considered high. But what the hell does heavy loads mean? So I was watching a different documentary. Uh, mm. 
And one guy mm-hmm. had the idea that perhaps heavy loads refers to uh, one of those spots. If you're driving along, you'll notice them here and there where, like, a logging company will go in and they'll clear, uh, they'll knock down all the trees in an area and then it'll just take them forever fucking long to pick them all up. So you'll have this one area with right. just a ton of felled trees and looks like no equipment or nothing going on out there. That would be a heavy load. Gotcha. Indeed. Indeed. Um, uh, yeah, because otherwise, I mean, I, it, does he mean a physical load? Or could it possibly mean uh, some sort of, uh, you know, uh, wrongdoing that that we did to the people that like the native people that live there fucking did we you know destroy them in this one place that's near there and it's like a heavy load to bear you know it could be uh yeah you know you gotta you gotta think of the 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 meta as well as the physical indeed i never thought about that see and that's why that's why it needs so many different types of people (sighs) it's a fun adventure although i will say that it does seem it does seem that he he more is a bit more literal with his uh, with his telling of it all and his direction of it all. It seems like it's not going to be uh, too uh, symbolism e, you know. Right. Now, in another interview, he did come out and say, um, "Don't make it more difficult than it is," or something along those lines. Yeah, that gives credence to what I just exactly. said, where he seems more of the type to be a, a straight shooter and uh, and a, a tr- truth teller, and he's just going to be like, okay, just follow the words that I said. You're making it too hard. Right. <laughs> now, one other thing he did come out and say, which may just be all just bullshit to jumble you up, but he did say um, collectively... People have correctly identified all the nine clues. However, they just haven't mm. put them together in the correct order to find the treasure. Oh. So the, his his poem doesn't necessarily give the the directions in order with the clues. Right. Like it's 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 also uh, an anagram of of clues. It could be. That's that that makes everything exponentially more difficult <laughs> but it could just be bullshit yeah 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 it could just be it, but once again it, it it seems like he's almost desperate for somebody to fucking find this thing already <laughs> he wants somebody to find it for sure but but he's not just going to give it away right but but at the same time you know if you're if right. you're going to be a straight shooter and you're going to tell people to make it simple then why jumble up the clues Nobody will ever figure that out. It's going to be somebody just wandering onto it that finds it. Well, like, I'm so super smart that I made this clue thing up. Like, why aren't other people just as smart as I am? And why can't they figure it out? Why are everybody so dumb all the time? Yep. I'm sure that's how he sounds. That's that's what he sounds like, right? In interviews and things? That's what you hear? Good. Good. (laughs) That's what I hear. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm hearing. I love this guy. I do. Alright, so the next clue. If you've been wise and found the blaze. Now, there's a, there's definitely a, a symbolism, a symbolic word. It, it, 
he, in an interview, he's mentioned that the blaze may or may not be something white. But it's definitely something that you cannot miss. Hmm. But you you also have to be looking correctly for it. Because it, it, now he didn't say all that. What he specifically what he said was that it may or may not be something white. The rest of it is is all me and my speculation. Um, well, first of all, what kind of help is it? May or may not be something white. So it could technically be something purple for all we fucking know. Yeah, yeah. But specifically now, see now here's the thing in in some certain parts of the mountains and the areas that you can just walk around or whatever, uh, there are deposits, uh, and I say deposits for lack of a better word, but there are areas where um, crystalline rock will just poke out of the earth. So it'll just be sitting like mm-hmm. on a, like you swipe the leaves aside and boom, there's this white, solid, crystalline it's not crystal like quartz like you can see through it or whatever but it's like you know kind of like how right 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 open or something you see all the crystals inside it well this shit is white and there are plenty of spots where you can just see these white patches on the ground don't know how big the rock is or whatever but maybe it's something like that gotcha gotcha i don't know but but he also like you did say, like he said, that it was like you can't fucking miss it, right? Well, oh, excuse me, sorry. I nope. would think you can't miss it because of the word, because of the use of the word "blaze." Now, at the same time, it also says if you've been wise and found the blaze, so it can't be something that's just there. You gotta be saying, hmm. you gotta be looking for it, but when you see it, it's gonna be like, ah, well, fuck. That's gotta be it. Right. And then it says, right, right, right. Look, look quickly down your quest to cease. So, it can't be a rock that's just in the ground. Right. Well, it, but, hmm. So it's gotta be something like a fucking goddamn white mountain or uh, uh, could be could very well be the next clue saying now see look quickly down your quest to cease so it must be wherever you see it look down and there it is it's what it sounds like but Terry Scant with Marvel gaze now we looked up Terry Scant Terry Scant means that it's covered up deliberately oh so it's not buried it's not locked but it is hidden in such a way so okay so so like a tiger trap yeah right right so perhaps that's how people have come so close to it and still haven't found it they find the blaze. I bet it's I bet it's right under a guy named Terry Scant, <laughs> who lives like just down the road from the Browns. God damn it, Terry! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> drank all my beers. <laughs> I'm gonna hide this box under you. Better not move. Fucking Terry Scant. I'm looking for it. 
he gets DUIs on his riding lawnmower. Like, which is why he rides the riding lawnmower. And they're like, no, man, this is still... You can't do this anymore. Like, we put the fucking blower thing on here for you to start your riding lawnmower because you keep doing this. (laughs) Now the rascal rides a rascal. You know, you can still get DUIs on that. You You can technically get DUIs on anything... That you that that has wheels. You can technically get herpes from anything that you sit on. Okay, I actually witnessed a person getting uh, a DUI in a wheelchair and a bicycle. Wow, that guy had to have that guy had to have been being just like a douche on that. Thing. Yeah, he was a complete douche and super drunk. Well, I would expect. <laughs> Super drunk. Now, here's where we get into some some questions. More questions. It says, mm-hmm. just take the chest and go in peace. Right? And all the way at mm-hmm. the bottom, it says, if you are brave and in the wood, I give you the title to the gold. So, it'll be worth the cold if... Okay, so... <clears throat> problem with that as we have as we've noticed is that mm-hmm. in order to find something on the land and just take it it has to be public land it can't be government land okay it can't be national park land it can't be uh, private property of any kind right 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 there are rules which uh which which uh, Yellowstone is is uh, one of those places that you can't just grab shit and go. Exactly, and park rangers have you know have done interviews where they've come out and said like, look, this is this is what's going to have to happen if somebody finds it in this park. Uh, so there, yeah, there's red tape. There's there are rules, and even more so. I mean, that's why I would just find it and go home and not tell anybody ever that I found it. Mm. Yeah, you could do that. That's pretty rude, but you could do that. Um, And there are plenty of people that probably would. Uh, But even more rules and ridiculousness to go through if it's found on uh, on, uh, Native American reservations. So that should rule out a bunch of areas. Right? Tons of places. If he... If he respected those laws when he did it, well, he expects that somebody who finds it will be nice enough to return his bracelet. So, if somebody were to be able to do that, uh, yeah, you, it would have to be, they'd have to just be able to claim it and walk away. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it, it would, it, there'd be a long process to release that. To somebody on gov- off a of government right. property or, or Native American property. It wouldn't go down so easily. Right. Especially if it's like somebody's land private property. No. That would never happen. It sounds, it just, it sounds like it would be a fucking headache. Yeah. And then yeah, if it was somebody's private property, they would be like, um, no, that was on my property, even though I didn't know it was, it belongs to me. Right. And also continue to go back. To with all of your questions, continue to go back to clue number one. This is an eighty-year-old man carrying a forty-two-pound box 
on foot. How far could he possibly I mean, he go? Could have, he could have paid. He could have paid somebody to do nope. it. And then, well, he could. He have. could have paid uh, Terry Scant to do it, and then killed him and, and hid it under him. He could have, but he has he he has stated that he did it all personally and privately or secretly, so that no one else knows plausible deniability and such. Right, right. <clears throat> so, eighty-year-old man on foot with a heavy-ass box. How far could he possibly have gone? Mm-hmm. How much could he possibly have hiked or climbed? Or now, okay, now going back to some other shit that he said. <clears throat> you have to find the first clue first. You can't just start in the middle mm-hmm. and think you're going to finish it halfway through. It's not going to work. Right. He said, uh,. He said we're, we're in the part where it says, okay, so begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down, not far but too far to walk, put in below the home of Brown. So cut out the home of Brown part, not far but too far to walk. He has stated that it's less than a few miles. Whatever a few means, we don't really know. But it's less than mm-hmm. a few miles. Actually, no, I I take that back. Where he parked the car, <laughs> so he it's too far to walk. So he drove <laughs> down into the canyon. <laughs> where he parked the car and He's went like, on where foot. Where did I park the car? <laughs> <laughs> But where he did that, though, where he parked the car and took the box and went on foot is less than a few miles from where the treasure actually is. So if you keep that in mind, any legal place to park the car or any safe place to park the car, you got to find that as well. Keep little weird things like that in mind for for where. Uh, Where can you even do shit like this? You know what I mean? <clears throat> like you have to be on foot in the first place to find where the warm waters halt. That's that's the the mm-hmm. starting point. Wherever that is has to have a canyon that you can go down into, on uh, or has to have a road that that follows down into the canyon. Wherever that goes has to have some place, whether it's a lookout point or a rest area or. Uh, just a little inlet, a little parking inlet or something like that, uh, where you can safely park a car and then safely walk a few miles into the wilderness as an 80-year-old man carrying a 42-pound fucking box and who knows what else. You know, you you imagine he didn't just go in there naked, right? Mm-hmm. He's got to have some kind of stuff to make sure he gets back okay. But he also said... Right, right, right. He did this in one day's time. Like, mm-hmm. leisurely, got out, he fucking walked and all the way there, put the box down, did his Terry Scant thing, and walked all the way back to the car and went home. Well, we don't know if he went to the airport to fly home or if he just drove home we don't know that part but somehow he knows for a fact that no one has found it 
So there we go. Um, I wonder if he's got. I wonder if he's got like uh, some kind of little doohickey on it where like if it's opened it'll send him a, a little zinger or something you know being like oh somebody found it finally kind of thing you know well tis the day uh, and time for um you know the technology to do some shit like that for sure absolutely 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 you know so I mean? um so you uh yourself and uh uncle mike himself are possibly going to fall for this guy's ruse and go look for this thing? Oh, of course you're one of those. At least, allegedly, one of those. Uh, there are plenty of people who think it's all bullshit. I'm just mad I got no way to get out there. Um, my own personal mm-hmm. uh, involvement in this, Lex, <clears throat> years ago, Lex was working now you're gonna find this ridiculous because that's just who you are and you want to make me look like a dick but lex found this old man shut up lex found this old man while she was working at this place who worked with her who knew this story who was a researcher in his spare time and he just needed two people who could actually do it to go find it so he Mm -hmm. had all the clues and he had all this information and all these maps and all this shit drawn up and he came, she, she introduced us and we all sat down and bullshitted about it. And he showed us a bunch of his, his ideas and stuff. And, uh, he was talking about paying for she and I to go to where he thinks the clue, the clues lead and go find the damn treasure and then split it with us. Hmm. Shortly thereafter, the man disappeared as far as she was concerned. Hmm. She actually quit or got fired or some shit uh that job and he was still working there but then when she called back to somebody that she still knew working there to try to find him and get his number again apparently they had said that uh he died and then Hmm. had seen some sort of uh yeah like there was there was like i forget what the proof that we had was that, that that the man was dead but uh it was like two years later that lex was in a grocery store or some shit and she came back she called me up she's like i swear to fucking christ i saw that guy like he's alive <laughs> where's my treasure <laughs> so uh wow yeah in in a flash forward to the present in doing my research for this episode uh i got uncle mike all excited and now he he like we were tossing some ideas back and forth for the clues and uh being drivers and such like we go to all 48 states i have the ability to take time off wherever the fuck i want and the money to go and fucking look for some damn treasure if i feel like it like right yeah right right i totally get (laughs) there's one clue that we have that i am not going to give away but it does have something to do with a graveyard um that we can but he specifically said no graveyard he said it's not in a graveyard but perhaps the area where the graveyard is could have some geographical clues that we're that we're looking at um understood yeah i get it so yeah and this particular area is right off of i-90 
in Wyoming, which is where we are right now. <laughs> I'm sitting off of I-90 in Wyoming right now. Uh, and it's, uh, I could park, there's a truck stop right there. We've already looked at it. There's a truck stop right there that I could park at and either rent a car or whatever an hour south <coughs> to the area where, where we're thinking of. I think it's about an hour south. Um, yeah, just to go check out a clue. It wouldn't even take a whole day. Like I could do that if we were shut hmm. down and it wasn't a fucking snowstorm. I'm not going to do it in the snow, but right. perhaps when the spring right, right. hits. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> Perhaps when spring hits, we'll go check out some clues. Should be pretty cool. Wow. That sounds pretty nifty, buddy. Sounds like, um, I mean, it's nothing I would ever do because I hate the outside and I hate walking. But, what? Um, what do you mean, what? You're a potato. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, handi- I'm handicapped and I'm fucking Irish. <laughs> I forget, Whitey. Uh, <clears throat> wouldn't it be fun, though, to be able to add Treasure Hunter to your resume? Um, I mean, I think it'd be fun to add a job I've been at for more than a year to my resume, but, <laughs> you know, some shit just ain't gonna happen. <laughs> some shit just ain't gonna happen. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We got some other clues, too, that, <laughs> you know, some other avenues we may find, um, we may follow. Well, I mean, I I think we all we all expect a uh, an update to this story someday, uh, saying whether or not um, you found something and or just were made to look like a fool by an 80-something-year-old man. Indeed. Indeed. And so you shall. So uh, there have been four deaths associated with this treasure hunt. I'll go at them pretty quickly because we're uh, we're nearing the end here. Uh, But New England Mm -hmm. police have, have tried to pressure him into ending the hunt due to these deaths. Uh, Randy Bill Yu, uh, went missing in January of 2016 and was later found dead in July of that year. Um, his, he's, it says, as a result, Bill Yu's ex-wife told others she thought Finn's treasure was a hoax. Uh, Jeffrey Murphy, 53 years old, of Batavia, Illinois, was found dead inside Yellowstone National Park. On June 9th of 2017, after falling about 500 feet down a steep slope, uh, the details of his investigation um, weren't made public by Yellowstone officials, but uh, KULR-TV uh, filed a Freedom of Information Act and got the, the, the info that he was searching for Fen's treasure. Um, Pastor Paris Wallace of Grand Junction, Colorado, told family members he was searching for a buried treasure and later failed to show up for a planned family meeting on Wednesday, June 14th of 2017. His car was found parked near the Taos Junction Bridge in uh, New Mexico, and his body was subsequently found five to seven miles downstream. Drowned. Eric and then Eric Ashby, uh, 31, was identified as a treasure seeker found in the Arkansas River on July 28th of 2017. But on January 26th, 
of 2018, uh, Fremont County, uh, County Coroner's Office, uh, they said that they finally identified his body as Eric Ashby. He, he died and floated upstream a few miles as well, just like the other guy, and they just had no fucking clue who he was. He was like 10 to 15 miles. Right, what does it say? Um, he was last seen on June 28th, rafting on the river 10 to 15 miles upstream from where the body was found. The raft overturned, and he was missing. So, yeah. Shit is, uh... But, I mean, that's not that's not the dude that, that, that put the treasure there's fucking fault. They could have been there, once again, bird-watching, and just uh, a comedy of errors took place, and they're fucking dead. Exactly. Exactly, and that's what he says. That's not his, that's not his fault. He says, I don't blame him for that. He says, I feel bad for him, but I don't feel responsible for them. So, no, the treasure, no. the treasure's still there. The hunt is on. The hunt is on. <laughs> The hunt is so uh, That's right. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I dig it. I dig it. I like I like stories like this, which is why City Slickers Two: The Legend of Curly's Gold is currently my favorite movie ever. Oh, why does that not surprise me? Why does it not? I don't know. I mean, it really it probably should surprise you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the only movies I've ever raved to you about are like. Korean revenge movies. <laughs> yeah. And gore flicks of Korean revenge. Gore flicks. <sighs> mm. Fuck. And gory Korean revenge flicks. And now Billy Crystal. What a strange cookie Ooh, you are. If he was in a gory Korean revenge movie, <laughs> that's it. I'm just, I'm just ending it right after because it can't get any better. You should than become that. a producer. Billy Crystal. Mm. Uh, it's. You know what? I let um, I am. I'm a producer. There, I did it. You said I should, and I did. Fucking bam! Now go get Billy Crystal. I'm sure he will do your movie. I'm sure. That's right. I'll just knock on his door with a uh, burlap sack in hand and say, "Get in the sack, please." I'm a producer. I'm sure he. Could and he'll use say, some "Yes, money. sir." And he'll salute me, and he'll sit in it. I, I don't think he needs the money. I'm like, ooh, piece of candy. Boom! Gotcha. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. But instead, they're just full of mouse traps, and I just record his screams of, Ow! 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 <laughs> Why? As he's rolling down a hill. I laugh and I laugh. Or, like, uh, uh, the, the Looney Tunes, or, no, it was, sorry, it was Disney, uh, when they used to fall long distances, you would, you would always hear the, <laughs> As they That's right. That's right. Oh man. Oh Disney. Well, you unoriginal company. You. That's it for my story, kids. And Jason. That. I mean, I liked it, and I'm still a kid at heart. I got. Uh, I, I mean, I have one other piece, but I, I don't want to really go into it. It's, it. It'll probably take too long. <laughs> and it's not really relevant okay. to the well, treasure hunt say- or anything. It's just some, some shit, some 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 artifact FBI business that happened. Well, save it for another day. Save it for another rainy day Word. where we can all listen to your wonderful 
baritone being all barriers about it. I will, however, add that uh, this is not the first time in modern history that someone has done this. And not just something like this, but this exact thing. Uh, in France, there is a dude... Uh, I, I don't know when. I didn't do any research on him. He's a bit... His shit's a bit harder to find. But uh, if you kids want to find him, maybe you could send me some links or some shit if you feel like talking to us, and I'll do an episode on him. Anyway, <coughs> there's a dude in France that hid a golden owl statue and wrote uh, a bunch of... gave a, a shit ton of cute, uh, clues on where to find it and apparently still to this day nobody has found it and this man died with the location of the golden owl nobody else knows so the the clues mm. are still out there this is a modern treasure that you can go hunt and find it is real but I won't so they say but I could I'm not. But I won't. Yeah, I'm not going to Paris. I'm not going to France. To, no. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <sighs> you know why, Chris? Yeah, because... Those- because you've just listened to another French-free episode of See No, Hear No, the French word for speak no. <sighs> so nice. With the UFOs, the conspiracies... And no actual murders, but it was French free. Still, and people did die, though. Yeah, yeah, no, there's there's dead people. People, pe- people there's totally definitely dead people. Bit the big one. Hey, I mean, from Vietnam the all one. the way up into motherfuckers falling off of mountains and shit. There's dead people in this story. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tasty, tasty dead. People. So there it was. Mm-hmm. Perhaps if uh, if you. Not even the junkie monkeys out there feel like getting up and, you know, feeling froggy and jumping. Go find some fucking treasure, man. But don't let me catch you on my trail. I don't think that's in, I don't think that, mm-mm, I don't think that's in the, the, the spirit of the whole thing. It's fat fucks only. <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> it's plumpkins only? Alright. Well, that's cool. Either way, don't let me catch you on my fucking trail. Chris will lick you. You don't know what's going to happen. He'll do it. You don't know. Chris will lick you, and he won't even think twice about it, and then he'll look you in the eye as you're just appalled at the licking, and he'll say, email us at snhnsnpod at gmail.com. Or, see no, hear no, speak no pod at gmail.com, you bunch of chicken fuckers. You know what, though? Mm-hmm. Just keep what? in mind, Treasure Hunter Chris may be a whole different animal. That's right. He might be like a an ocelot. He might be. And on that note, count down, motherfucker. Count down. Three, two, and the French word for one. Everybody say bye, Uncle Mike. <laughs> Bye, Uncle Mike. Thanks for not farting too loud. Thanks for not farting at all. Jesus. Bye, kids. Ah. Boy, boy, I got stiffness in my bones. Why I got mortgages and homes? We ain't a few between this little county. Hey, but I still got my chillers. Still got my greatest fifth.
David Wolf.